0: Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here. And we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey friend, welcome to the show. I have a special guest to introduce to you today, one of the members of the Seek First CEO Inner Circle, who I've had the pleasure of getting to know. I just have loved getting to know her and her, just her heart, her personality, her business, what she does, and had to bring her on the show to share her goodness with you. So welcome to the show, Rebecca.
1: Thank you, Heather. I'm just blessed to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Yes. Well, tell the listeners what you do as a Christian counselor.
1: Um, Sure. I'd love to. So I work with adolescent through adult women and I help them heal and become all they're created for so we work on all kinds of things whether it's identity or fear and anxiety or just walking out freedom and um that journey of just steps towards deeper freedom that has just i'm really passionate about that um and helping women get set free so you know i've worked with women from all different kinds of realms whether it's um you know, coming out of a divorce, um, some poss- you know, trauma situations for women, addiction. Um, and then sometimes it's just, you know, some more simple things of really just that mindset, that heart set and, um, getting just set free, you know, once you're free to stay free and what that looks like. So oh, I um, love that. walking yeah. out the freedom,
0: we all have our definition of freedom, right? And then of course we know that in Jesus, we are free, but what does that mean? We were talking a little bit before we started recording. Sometimes we read a verse or we hear a phrase, but, but like, what does that actually mean? What does freedom mean to you? Well, this is going to get deep.
1: Mm. Well, and I love that. Right. And and I think sometimes I think the application parts are where people get the most confused, right? Like, it's like, we can get the, the you know, the beginning parts, but you know, it's like the Israelites, they wanted to go back to Egypt, right? They like, they were like, I want to go back to where it was safe, where it was comfortable, what I knew. And it's like, no, you've been set free. Like Mm -hmm. continue in that journey, right? Like, and and I think for each one of us, it's going to look a little different. Freedom's going to look a little bit different because our stories are different. Um, But man, once we grasp freedom and um, and just that, like, no, keep going. You know, just don't give up. And I think that's part of my journey is to journey alongside women and just go, like, don't give up. Come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going, one step at a time. Or just sometimes we stand still, right? And Like, okay, I could just stand today and breathe. Okay, that's victory, you know? So, yeah, love
0: it. Well, I love talking about actually just worked with a group of women to become certified coaches. And so I would love just to hear your perspective on the difference between coaching and counselors, because I think that's a really, I don't know, I just think that's an important thing to understand.
1: Well, and I have a lot of women come to me who are coaches and they're like, hey, show me what you do so I can do the same thing. And it's like, well, um, there are some parallels, right? Like there are some ways that we run in the same circles and we do. um, But um, I had actually a coach tell me one time, and I respected this um, definition. She said, um, she said, I believe that coaches um, can't go back into the trauma like of the past, like a counselor could, could, because they've been trained in that and how to do it. And I would think that would be a very, simple definition of it, you know, and being able to go back and, and walk through some of that, um, where not all coaches, cause you are way different than most coaches, but um, and I do believe that. And with the Holy spirit as our guide, we can all access him, right? Like we're free to access the Holy spirit as our guide. Um, but the training that we've had over the years that I've had over the years to be able to walk through those journeys with women and, and to know like the different disorders and, and, you know, different things, more technical terms of, of personality and, and some of those things, which would just come with training versus a lot lot of goal setting. Not that I don't do goal setting with women. We absolutely 100% do goal setting, but it may be more emotional behavioral related versus some of the like planning for your future. Um, this is planning for your future, but it's planning for your freedom in your, in your future, if that makes sense.
0: Totally. Yeah. And that's how I explained it to them. Sometimes it does cross a little, especially those of us who are spirit led. And when the Lord shows you something that maybe was a a pain or somewhere where the, Jesus wants to bring freedom, wants to bring healing. Um, we have permission to go there. At the same time, what I feel like, I love that definition that you shared. Really, coaches look for the future. What are we doing ahead? A lot of the times, counselors spend a lot more time in the past to heal, so that we can move forward in the future. And so it 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 does go hand in hand. But it but it. It, it is two different veins. So um, I think that's a question a lot of people ask. I ask it too, especially as I started, like you said, I'm, I'm a little different of a coach than normal, I think, because I use a lot of my spiritual gifts for that. Um, so tell, yeah, maybe even share that, how that, we talked a little bit about that too, just before like using our spiritual gifts and how we are different uh, as, as children of God, we are working in a different, you mentioned operating system.
1: Talk a little bit about that. Mm. Well, I mean, I think it is a complete different operating system, right? Like, I, I the way I can, kind of can describe it is, I used to work in the school system, and I used to work in in different more um, community based type environments, and and in within those places, you're limited on what you can bring to the table, right? Like, I can bring my knowledge, I can bring but my heart is always the same you know my my heart is always the same and 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 i could always open a door and talk about hope with people but when but when we come from the perspective of like i have complete freedom in what i do now like as a christian counselor um working independently for myself i have complete freedom um, to be able to work from that kingdom mindset that operating system of going like um, you know, one of the things we talked about earlier was like a position of faith versus a position of fear and that operating system of like, we can add in so much more, like we can just bring in so much more and I, and I, um, I believe there's a lot more there um, that we could, you know, get into but that operating system of you know, not only just prayer and tapping into the Holy spirit, but we have the scriptures that become alive and active as we chew on them and they become a part of us. And, and that kind of mindset. And just as we go into things, you know, I just think of so many women and their freedom stories come in using all aspects, like even with fear, um, like we can talk about how the world has some great things that they have to offer right like they have some great things that they can they can offer and we can talk about those things but but when we add the spirit that's a whole other realm. And that brings in what I, what I believe is our other operating system, right? Like that brings in, and you operate there. You know, I think that's where I, I, I love that um, about what you do and what you offer. And, and that is 100% what I do is, you know, come from that operating system. So it's different versus when I used to work in community-based or in the school system and those kinds of things, if that's.
0: Yeah, makes 100% sense. And similarly, I realized in business, I could take strategies from the world. I could take, and they're good. They're, it's not that they're bad things or they don't work, but when you add in the Holy Spirit and when you add in, I call them like divine downloads or just the, the gifts that we have because the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, we'll have different strategies, different T- tools different resources that we get to use that the world doesn't have they have access to if they tapped into it right if they knew and this is i mean this is where new age has gone there's there's spiritual there but there's not the holy spirit and so you had mentioned fear and obviously that has been a huge um thing i think that uh, uh, Tactic and strategy of the enemy, especially over the last few years, how have you seen that impacting your clients? Um, just the the fear based, whether that's social media or the climate that we're in. There's this constant look at all of the bad stuff. Um, have you seen that impact women? Oh,
1: absolutely. It's been huge. And I don't think you can turn on social media and not think that it's being inundated, right? Like fear is contagious and it grows. And, um, but just like fear is contagious. So is hope. And so are the things of faith. Right. Um, and so just to remind people of that as they see it, but yes, absolutely. I have seen that grow substantially. Um, and, and I've battled my own, demon with that right like of battling my own of uh well i guess maybe demon's a strong word there but 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 damn battled my own fear um and i think because i have found success in battling it then i'm like okay lord i trust the fact that you can bring us through this right like you can help us so
0: oh sometimes we despise the battle but that's where our faith is rooted that's where our trust in the Lord that's for me, where a deeper love, a deeper trust, a deeper understanding, God really is good. And he really does have good plans. So you had mentioned fear, right? Like the opposite of that would be hope and faith. And so we were talking a little bit before this, just about, I felt like the Lord had this message. I, I typically the, the, our my podcast guests are like, tell us your entrepreneur journey or your business journey. And I just felt so heavily. And so we prayed about this and Rebecca just wanted to share um, a little bit about that how we can overcome that fear. And so I'm going to give it to you and we'll just let the spirit lead from here.
1: Well, thank you. So, yep. Okay. God just honor our lips in Jesus name, um, by your heart. you ask for your heart in Jesus name. Okay. I know we prayed, but I just can't operate without praying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, um, so, okay. So one of the things that we talked about was, um, learning to pray from position of faith versus fear and, and how do we do that? And, and I was thinking about this and and one of the things I shared with you, Heather, um, back a few weeks ago was, you know, perfect love cast out fear, so why are so many of us struggling with fear like why is that an issue for christians and and we know that it is it's mentioned in the bible over 300 and what they i think you hear often 365 times um you know it it is obviously something we need those reminders of like we need our hearts to remember daily and so i from my perspective what i would encourage as if you have a fear problem if anxiety runs through your veins And you have um, given your heart, a, a place of your heart to fear. There's a lot of things the world has to offer, which are good. And there are some things that I think there are techniques that you can apply, like deep breathing. I, it's huge. Like the world has turned it kind of bad and ugly, but there's so much about the breath. The Lord talks about the breath, you know, again and again, the sale of breath, you know, like there's just literally created man from the breath. Yes. Yes. Yeah, right. Isn't that the enemy just
0: loves to take the goodness of God and turn it enough to make it counterfeit, to make it not not who not giving him the glory too. So
1: yes, keep going. I'm here for it. (laughs) Uh, And you know, like, and I read something recently in a commentary that said Yahweh, if you break down Yah and way it's actually breathing in and breathing out. And I'm like, Whoa, you know, like I've seen that floating around. It's
0: powerful. And it shows the, the lungs. Yes. Like literally, like it's all about
1: the breath and in and out and being one in, in oneness with the Lord absolutely absolutely and i think when we start to have anxiety rise those are techniques that you can apply 10 deep breaths in a row generally it's about 20 but if you can even get out 10 and i tell women all the time like if if you have you know if you don't have to go to a zen mode and look all weird and crazy like no take 10 deep breaths excuse yourself go to the restroom if you're uncomfortable and take 10 deep breaths And just like breathe in deep through your nostrils, breathe out through your mouth, 10 deep times, you know, like, and that regenerates oxygen to our brains and allows us to think and process. So why wouldn't we think that God would want that? You know, like we can utilize some of these things, some of these tactics of the the techniques of the world, for sure. They were God-given just what you said. They were God-given first, right? He did. He breathed in life to us. And if we think about the breath and that really being Yahweh, like in and out, holy cow, peace that passes all understanding starts to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Um, There's so many different techniques I think that the world has that we can implement, you know. um, there's the crossing of hands and that, you know, we call that prayer hands. And, and we know that when you cross your hands, um, even as the child, that the, the, the demeanor starts to change, that there's something that just kind of falls and happens. And so, and, and I think it's so significant, right. But it's of course prayer hands, right? Like there's something about that. There's certain little small techniques that we can apply. And it's like, <sighs> just that breath of fresh air so you can breathe again so oxygen returns to your mind so you can think clearly and then you know we can power over fear we're meant to conquer fear when we talk about um you care if i still go on is that yeah. is perfect please keep going okay so praying from a position of faith versus fear so i think we can add on those pieces right like if you are operating from the fear based Please try those techniques. Those are things to start to add into your daily regimen, like start to get those added in. But really, I believe the heart of it, the essence of it is a, is a love issue. Like that's where I feel like that's our other operating system, right? We can tap into the spiritual and we can go, wait, the root of this is probably going to be love because perfect love cast out fear. We know that it, we've not been given a spirit of fear, but of love power and of a sound mind. And I think we can track through all those. And I have some resources for doing that. But, but for that specific part, like the love is like the biggest part, like where's your love tank at? Like, is it, is it depleted? If it is, then go soak yourself in the word of God that renews your mind and renews your heart on love and, and love ultimately is going to cast out fear because I think of that verse so often when I think of that verse, it's hard to apply that verse. Like what does that mean? Like perfect love cast out fear. Great. Right. What does that mean for me? Right. Like I am not, I, you know, if you're in a fear right there in um operating in that fear system, you're like, I don't understand. I don't even know how to apply this. What does that mean? What does that look like? I think you ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. Give me revelation mm-hmm. on what this means for me. Give me revelation on love. And then you soak in it and you just saturate yourself in it like perfect love does cast out fear he first loved me um you know greater is greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world um that one i think of because it's come overcoming yeah Um, you know there's so many Yeah. And I I love this so much. So we talk about
0: in one of my programs that the three basic human needs is to to feel loved, to feel safe and to feel valued. And when any of those things are threatened, whether they're a true actual threat, maybe it's a physical one or Maybe it's a spiritual one, excuse me. Maybe it's an emotional one, right? Maybe it's tr- like there's just so many things, but anytime those are threatened, that's when we go into that fight, flight, or freeze and that fear, and we're trying to protect ourselves. And I love that question that you asked if perfect love casts out our fear, then why are Christians struggling? Why? There is a disconnect of our understanding of who God actually is. And then because of that, the breath that He gives us, who we are. And I always think of how we constantly are answering the question subconsciously. Mm -hmm. We answer it, who we believe God to be and who we think we are. And so it's doing some of these things to recognize. I love the breath work. i would never heard of the crossing of the hands that that was a technique to kind of settle yourself. Um, But that when we really, truly understand who God is, there is nothing to fear, right? But like you said how cuz i'm feeling fearful i'm feeling and so i always loved to like exchange the lie for a truth what lie am i believing what lie am i believing I'm feeling unsafe. Acknow- and this is another thing I too I think that's so important about counseling and of course, in the coaching too, it's acknowledging your feelings. Sometimes we just swipe that under the rug because maybe we know, and sometimes scripture, we can use it in a negative way. Like, well, I shouldn't be fearful. So I, I can't talk. I, I'm just gonna have to power over it. And so getting really honest with our feelings is so crucial and important.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think you're a hundred percent right. Like, I think that even with that verse, right? Like if you're fearful and you know that verse and you're like, well, perfect love, cast out fear. Well, then I'm a failure on this, I'm that, right? Like, because I'm afraid and what am I afraid of? You know? And it, so it's getting to that deeper root of, wait a minute, like first I got to start to breathe again, you know? And, 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 you know, and I think that's the, a critical piece. It's an important piece. I got to breathe again. And then I got to start to renew my mind and renew my heart in that, in that love. And and then Lord, take me, give me that revelation. Take me to those places that I need to go so that I can walk through this with you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and it's the Holy spirit. He wants to walk through this with you. He he is, I mean, and I tell women this all the time like I try to point them back to him. He's the counselor, right? Like I get to walk this journey and it is an honor and a privilege and I love it, but he's the one, like, if you, I want you to do this with him because I want you to become dependent on him and not me. Right. Like, and I, I think you and I share a similar With coaching. I always say, Holy spirit is your best coach.
0: Like that is literally One of one of the many things, and obviously counselor, like that is a that is literally what Jesus said, I have to go back. I'm gonna go so that I can send you an even better gift, so that you can literally do life with me, just a little different, right? Not physically, but the spiritual. Yeah, I always um that is my heart too. Like, I don't want you to become dependent, codependent on me. I want you to be codependent on the Holy Spirit. And I hear you saying the same thing with counseling too. Mm -hmm. But I also acknowledge that it is so. Just as the body of Christ, I actually, had this conversation with one of my coaches, mentors. She's kind of a counselor, a little bit of everything. We've done, I've done a lot of inner healing with her, and she was just reassuring me that God wants to use the body, right? That's part of it. So you being in your lane and operating in your gifts, sometimes, especially as business women, uh, too, when we have that other side. We can kind of, we can just. Mix that in weird ways, but that the God wants us to use the body. So I think what I'm getting at is like everybody needs counseling. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs coaching. I always say that like I'm a coach, I need a coach. I am a coach and I understand a lot of these things, especially with the neuroscience that I dove deep into that. But there is nothing like processing it out verbally and allowing somebody to listen so that then you can have that active listening to where it's like, oh, wait, what did you say? And so then we hear some of those deeper beliefs that we have or those deeper lies that we're believing and you can bring it to the surface and then do what? Point him back to Jesus.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yes. A hundred percent. All those things, right? (laughs) Like, um, I did have one other part with this. If you don't mind, if I could go, if that i um, praying from a position of faith versus fear. And that has been something that has been very convicting for me as I've been like, thinking, well, I already fear. was
0: convicted when you told me earlier, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to go over to my prayer journal and be like, how many of these are coming from a place of like desperation? Or um, oftentimes we go to God in that fear, like that we're lacking or that to protect it. Not that those are bad prayers, but yeah, I'm really interested to hear your take on this.
1: Well, and and I, I agree, I don't think it's bad for us to come when we are afraid, right? Like I want to go, where do I want to go? I want to go to my rock, right? My my shelter. And and I want to do those things. But if I'm gonna operate like, and so let me give you this example and then I can talk through um um. <laughs> Then I can talk through um, a little bit of it. Like, um, one of my sons is, um, was up for, um, a QB position and he's a junior. And, um, I found myself in, in my prayer time, praying that he would not, um, get the starting position, um, at least at the beginning of the season. And, um, I just praying about it and because being a the season, there were some top games and, And for moms, maybe you can relate, like just, he's my son. I want him safe. I don't want him hurt. I want to be, I want him to be protected. And, um, the one day I was praying and I was like, Lord, if you don't want him to be a starter, you know, at least at first that's totally okay. I I think that might be okay. You know, and I'm just talking to the Lord, right? Like, I'm just talking to Jesus about it. And and it was so convicting all of a sudden Heather, when he just was like, Rebecca, who do you think has been protecting him his whole life? Like, do you think it's been an O line, or do you think it's been me?
0: I have goosebumps. Yeah,
1: and it was just so convicting, and I, and I, I, I felt awful. First of all, that once I realized that here, that's how I'd been praying, and then second, it was just like so the conviction of I've been praying for something that is His heart's desire. I've been actually praying that God would withhold that because I'm afraid. And uh, I tell you what. So as I confessed that, and as I repented, like. I'm so sorry. Like, because as a mom, we want to protect, right? Like as a parent, we want to protect. And that's not a bad thing. But I've gotten it wrong when I base it out of fear, Mm -hmm. because my God is able, right? Like, and I want to come from that perspective of praying like, God, you're able to keep my son protected. You're the one who watches over his comings and goings both now and forevermore. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the maker, right? Like, and, and we've got to dig deep and know, and it is that trust. And he's, he's, what I tell women a lot of times is he's, he's, he's enlarging that trust muscle, right? Like he's, he's, he's strengthening that trust muscle, but it does come back to knowing him. Right. And so, if our prayers are going to be prayers of faith versus prayers of fear, then our prayers come back to knowing who he is and reminding ourselves as we pray God, I'm afraid of this. Right. Like, I think it's okay to admit that. And I'm I'm totally 100% okay saying, God, I'm afraid. I don't want him to get hurt. But God, I remember who you are. And I trust the fact that you have got him and you've protected him. And I would say this, so not, not like this is a pat on my back or bragging or anything of any nature. This is not to be to me. I, cause it still, it still makes me want to weep. Um, two weeks later, I stopped praying that and I started praying in faith. And two weeks later, he gets the starting quarterback position, you know, and gets named that. So it's just one of those things where it's like, God, help me operate from your system. Yes. So It's not necessarily a tangible thing that I can give to you and be like, okay, it's these steps, but it is becoming from that position of like, where is my hope and where's my trust. And if that makes sense, that's what I mean by like coming at it from a position of faith versus a position of fear. Yeah. And I think it's a heavenly perspective,
0: right? So we see from our earthly perspective and we can get so stuck in that, like you, right? Just seeing the potential bad stuff that could happen from this, as opposed to, wow, look at the Lord positioning my son in a leadership role, someone who loves Jesus that can shine Jesus into this team and, and let people see like, you know, that's a heavenly perspective. Oh, I could look, and that's the thing I think that we have to acknowledge. We can
1: choose either one. Yep. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a it's choice. Every day. It's a choice. It is a choice. And you're right. Like it's hundred percent a choice. And, and I think that's one, one way that we can help to kind of like, if you're not sure, like you're kind of struggling, you're like, I'm not sure of how I'm praying, like, you know, and trying to discern, ask for discernment in it. Right. I love when you always say give discernment and an assignment, like give us discernment and assignment on this. But, um, also you it's, I love telling women to journal and, you know, brain dump this all out, right? Like, cause as Christians, we, we have a different w- routing system. We work and these brain dumps are not just on a piece of paper. They are to the Lord. And so then you can go through and we can look at them visually and then track our prayers. And like, wait a minute, this one's coming out of fear. Um, you know, cause here I'm afraid God, help me show me how to transfer this into, um a faith-based prayer and i loved when you said that like right he, of course he's put him in a leadership pish- position to shine light and you know and he's given him a voice and he's given him these gifts and talents and why wouldn't i give him a glory and honor instead of like shrinking back and being afraid like no that is not what we're called to um but it's easy to run to that
0: mm-hmm. yeah because we want to be safe <laughs> and when, as mamas we want our babies safe we're willing to you know go to bat for that in any way. And so, yeah, we, yes, 2020, if that taught me a lot, I, I really got to get to the root of some of my own personal fears. And then I realized, you know, I'm not afraid to die. Like all these things I, you know, besides the eschatology and going on a deep dive on that, but it was me about my kids Mm. and God spoke similar to me and said, do you think that I don't have plans for them? Like I have plans for you and you you say that so confidently to all these other women, but do you, do you think I have plans for your babies? And do you think that I like, they're literally on loan to you as a mom. And so, yes, we want to protect. Yes. We want to pray for them. And yes, but not recognizing like God, they're God's children too. Like they, God cares and God has a plan. And so um, I just, I love that example of your son because Yes, even in that, it's how many times we pray out of desperation or fear, or, um, and again, the Psalms, that's what a lot of the Psalms were, right? It was a desperation. At the same time, we are seated in heavenly places. What does that mean? These are just where we hear these verses all throughout life, right? That Jesus is seated at the right hand of God and that we are seated in heavenly places. What does that mean? If we are seated in heavenly places, then we have a different perspective, or should I say, we have access to have a different perspective. And again, we get to choose. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that choice is that a different operating system, right? It's yeah. that, it's, it's that choice of like, you know, where Deuteronomy talks about life or death, right? And it's, and it's, it's not that, um, st- critical and yet it is, it's that strong, right? Like it is life or death. Like I'm, I'm literally praying for my kid and for my child. And it's not necessarily God's, even though I always, I, you know, one of the things I always pray is God, give me your heart. Mm -hmm. And so for him to interrupt me and be like, Whoa, you know, like, what are you praying here? And, um, I just, I thank him for it. And yet it's so, it just broke my heart, you know, it was so convicting. Um, yeah. And, and then, you know, I think it's those, those subconscious ways of where we're like, Oh, I didn't yes. even, know. you know, I didn't even know.
0: You thought the intention was good. Right. But it mm-hmm. all tied back to, and back to the verse that I think is kind of the root of this is perfect love cast out all fear. Mm-hmm. And so when we're rooted in the truth of the love and then the character, and literally like God is the definition of love. We say that too. What does that mean though? So, maybe that's a really good thing just for the listener to like when you see a verse, ask yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. Here's the deal I think so many people can, I've always admired people who can spout off Bible verses, right? And over time, as I started reading the Bible more, I was like, oh, I'm starting to retain this stuff, you know? But the purpose of reading the Bible is not to memorize a bunch of information. The purpose of reading the Bible is to get information, to have revelation, to then encourage and create transformation. And so it's like, what does that mean? Like perfect love cast out all fear. We know that God is love. Okay. So if I'm truly rooted in him, really understand who he is. And I think that is really what the enemy is after us knowing really who God is and having that relationship with him. And then in turn, us recognizing our power, our authority that we have through the Holy spirit and through the blood of Jesus, what Jesus paid the price for. And so I, I could talk for hours about this, the depths of what does that actually mean? Mm -hmm. And then are we transferring that from our head to actually our heart and living that truth out? It's one thing to know it. It's another thing to live it. So knowing what fear is and then living in fear, two different things, knowing what faith is and living
1: in faith, that's good. Oh, I think that's, that's it. Right. That is like the head knowledge becoming heart knowledge is the key piece there. Right. Cause we can all fill our heads with it. And we know, you know, and we should this and we should that. And I always tell women, I'm not going to should you at all. Right. Like, because we all should probably do something, but you know, we, we have the head knowledge and Lord transfer it to my heart. Yes. teach me teach me how to apply it. And it is that revelation. And, and that's, that's part of that journey. And part of that becoming that I, a lot of times I get to the hand and walking that in, or you get the hand and walking that in of like taking that head knowledge and it becoming, but that's the Holy spirit's job more again and again and again of where he, he just takes what we know in our heads. And it's like, okay, Lord, I know this, I read this and I know this, But I don't, I'm not experiencing it. One of the other freedom pieces just in in, in sharing quickly was I always told women, like, you may not feel it and you may not think it, but you gotta stand on the truth, whether you think it or whether you feel it, you know, like um and just keep going back. That's how your change, that's how transformation starts to take place. It's not based on our thoughts and our feelings, they'll come. But, um, they will, they will come, they'll fall into place, but it's, it's on basing it on truth. Like you've got to take the truth because it's what sets you free.
0: Yes. That's so good. Oh my goodness. I could talk to you forever. (laughs) And so I'm sure our listeners are like, Ooh, I want some more of her. So how could, how could a woman connect with you?
1: Um, well, I would love it. Um, my website is um ww.simply or yeah, simply I have to think about it. <laughs> simply becoming with rebecca.com. Um, and then I'm on Instagram, um, Rebecca Dawson um five, because there's five in my family, um, or on Facebook and I have a Facebook group here.
0: Awesome. And I will link all of that in the show notes for you to connect with Rebecca, but I so appreciate you and your heart. You just have a, I don't know, something special. Literally like the first time we connected, I was like, I want to have her on the podcast and I really like her and you have a special light about you. And so the way that you speak in authority, but yet so tender, like, I, I just feel like there's like you, you are, you speak in authority, but it's in such a I don't know, tender is the right word, but it's, it's a, it's soft, but it's, it's like the lion and the lamb. I hear like the lion in you and this roaring. And yet there's this gentle side of you that is just a really beautiful combination. Mm. Thank you, Heather. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for hanging out with us. We'll link all those things in the, in the show notes and any last last words of the woman who is maybe living in that fear and wants to live in that faith and that hope and stand on the truth any last words to her
1: um, i think just starting with asking the holy spirit for revelation and um, that's where i would start you know like start with that ask the holy spirit for rele- rele- revelation and um and go back to the word like cause like i said try to soak it in just just keep, keep it on repeat, right? Like you just got to keep repeating it. Um, it will come, but we have to remember that seeds take time to grow. Um, so what you've planted for years is probably going to be there for a little while. Um, you know, you got to rake it out and get it down to the roots and got to get it out, but you can replant new things, new things. So then you're never beyond hope. You're never beyond hope. It's Beautiful. Thank you so much you